Bush and Ritchie here with your Hometime Show podcast ahead of the England Games that is going to take place immediately after this show. Uh, Richie, have you ever dived into a fountain if uh, teams won before? <laughs> right. uh, I mean, I don't know how this is going to pan out. We might end up losing it. You never know. You, know. you never know with England in semi-finals or that kind of stuff. But if we win, should we go and jump in the, the fountains at Trafalgar Square? Do you fancy that? Do you know what? I walked past them the other day and it's really, really disappointing. You get all the aerial shots of the fountains and the fan zones and all that kind of stuff. It is so boarded off. Oh. You're only getting in. There's no, like, um, uh, spontaneous getting in fountains. Takes ages. You're only getting in there if you've got a QR code, double jabs, <laughs> and you've got a ticket, mate. <laughs> That's taken all the joy out of football for me, that is. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. No one can concentrate ahead of the game tonight. Anyone yeah. else can't concentrate? What's I going on? I can't concentrate. I'm not going to apologise. Very excited about tonight. Although a little bit worried about the circumstances that I will be watching the game in. What's going on? I need to tell you that my wife has announced that she wants to watch the game tonight. OK. That might sound uh, pretty routine. She's not watched a game of football in years. The last game of football that we watched together was the 2017 FA Cup final. Wow, OK. But did, did you win? Well, yeah, we did. So she's got a good record. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Isn't uh, your, your, your other half is of Italian heritage, so is she going to pretend that she's got cramp in the last five minutes just to ease the game out? <laughs> Goodness knows what will happen if things go the way we all want and uh, it comes to the final on, uh, on Sunday. But... Yeah, she's not watched any of the matches so far all the way through the Euros and Uh now wants to sit down and watch the England game tonight. So that's already breaking the form that we've got through the tournament. So I'm concerned about that. And then, Bush, as we've already spoken about earlier this week, Uh my lucky chair is not in the house at the moment. Oh, it's off for repairs. It's off for repairs. It's being reupholstered. So I don't have my lucky chair, but I do have my wife being sat next door to me and she doesn't normally watch the football. Well, so speaking of superstitions, I've got to change in uh, uh, my routine this evening with the game. Uh, up until this point, I've, I've watched the game sat in the same actual seat in our house. Mm-hmm. So up until this point, this, this worked all right for yeah, us, hasn't it? It has. However, this evening, I'm going over to see Sarah Champion and Pete Donaldson and I'm watching the game in their house. So right. I've got a change of venue. So up until this point, it's been fairly lucky. Yeah. I don't know whether Champers and Pete's house is a lucky house in terms of football. I think what we need to do is encourage the audience, if you have any superstitions that you normally go by in your life, because Bush and I are changing our circumstances tonight, yeah. we need you to do every single superstitious thing that you possibly do. So if you've got a weird superstition, now this doesn't have to be football. Like, I mean, I used to have a, a lucky shirt I always used to wear for flying. Mm-hmm. If you've got a little thing that makes you feel like you're more in control of a situation that is sometimes well and truly out of your control. Tell us about it. Share it with the group. Zoe has tweeted. I'm going to read out the entirety of the tweet because I don't have any more details to go on, but she says Lucky Custard. Lucky Custard. (laughs) Now, let's just pause for a second. So, does that mean she's getting out the custards as a lucky meal every time something good needs to happen? Imagine that over over the period of quite a long football tournament. You'd be sick of custard at the end, wouldn't you? (laughs) But do you know what? If that's what needs to happen, I'd have it tonight and on Sunday. I would buy it. If, there was, if it was on the shelf, Lucky Custard, 100% I would buy I'd it. I'd bathe in it. Uh, Mike, thanks for that. Uh, Mike says, three years ago, for all the group stages, we were in Greece. We had burger and beer before every game, and that went well. Uh, this year, we're camping in Cornwall. Guys, I'm off to the pub for, you guessed it, a burger and beer before the game. Yes, Mike. Heidi says, anyone else have the superstition that we do better when the game is on BBC compared to ITV? It is a concern of mine, particularly ahead of tonight. Yes, let's see how that goes. We've got Howard on the line. What's your take on luck? 
luck for this evening then, Howard. It's all good as long as you've got your lucky trousers, I've found. The venue doesn't matter. You can you can mix and match, chop and change, but lucky trousers will will see us through. Wow, so all this time we've been thinking it's the chair or, or the lounge or the room that's the good luck. But mm. it's actually the trousers we've been wearing the whole time. Tell us about your lucky trousers. What do they look like? Uh, Three-quarter length grey cargoes, and I have to have the sa- <laughs> same things in the same pockets, whether I need them or not. Wow, and what have you got in each pocket, just so we know? Wallet, yep. keys, phone, glasses. OK, Howard. The only problem I've got, I'm a man who employs many, many different spreadsheets, but I don't have a spreadsheet telling you what I was wearing for the quarterfinal or the last 16 <laughs> game or any of the previous ones. I just don't have that many possessions that I need to keep track of. That's pretty much my life in my pocket. I think you've got there the essential uh, 2021 dad in the United Kingdom kit. Cargo pants with uh, wallet and keys, phone and glasses in there. Perfect. Let's market it, boys. Duncan says, uh, chaps, back in 2007 when England rugby played in the world final for the third time, Mm -hmm. I bought a new England rugby shirt to watch the game in. That evening, England lost. (laughs) I do not ever wear that top when watching the national team play. So it's like a cursed, cursed top. Cursed top for Duncan in Andover. Well, I think he's a rugby fan, but he's getting involved. Which is uh, a good well, thing. no, he's not. Sorry, he goes on as a PS here. Says football does nothing for me. I'll be as far away from the TV and radio as possible tonight. All right, mate. I'm glad your shirt ruined it for you. <laughs> uh, Kerry says I munched down four spears of uh, asparagus before Ukraine, and I've had exp- uh, asparagus and egg for lunch today. And it gets weirder. I will take a couple of spears of asp- asparagus with me to the pub this evening. Brilliant. <laughs> really, really. Uh, that's kind of like Lucky Custard. Uh, this is a really interesting uh, dilemma from Marcus. He says, guys, advice needed. Should I break my routine? I've been drinking Carlsberg all tournament and England have done well. Mm. It seems logical for me to stick with my choice of alcoholic beverages this evening, but I don't want to give the Danes any kind of advantage. Even if it's a tenuous one, is anyone else going through a similar moral conflict? Wow, that's a tricky one. Does he change his beer? So many questions, so little time. Uh, Ian, how are you affected ahead of tonight with superstitions? Well, when the Ukraine game was on, my daughter, my nine-month-old daughter cried for two hours straight and I had to take her out in the car for a drive because she, uh, she wouldn't sleep. When I come back, it was 4-0. Um, so I think I'm probably going to have to do the same tonight if I follow superstition. <laughs> well, so you need to be out of the house driving your little one around and then we, we know that that could be a lucky thing then for us this evening. Yeah, Ian. I think so. I think I, I've got it sort of planned, you know, as soon as she starts, in, you know, get her in the car, get her out and it'll be 4-0. That, that's my plan. Ian, from a parenting side of thing, no, maybe just take her out for the drive. No need to bring on the crying. Just do, just, yeah, yeah. Just do the driving bit. But then we won't be following, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, got, it's got to follow on, hasn't it? That's a good point. i tell you what about this, Ian, as a deal. Maybe we can activate you. You know, sometimes during a game, if someone's not playing that well, they'll send out the subs for a run and a stretch. Yeah. Maybe we can yeah. activate Ian at some point in the actual game. If it's not going well, like, send Ian out. And then to activate the crying, what Ian's got to do when that needs to happen, Ian just, like, tempt her with a rusk. Yes. And then pull it okay, away okay. to bring on the tears, then out you go, and then the goals come raining in. It's as simple as that. Let's do that. Home time with Bush and Richie Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night ahead of the big game tonight. We've been talking about your superstitions. Yes, now someone who needs a superstition because he's got a bit of a problem ahead of tonight is Craig. Explain what's going on, Craig. I've got England in the sweepstakes and I'm a Scotsman. <laughs> Life's cruelest trick. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I've, been, I've, been, I've been looking, oh, shame, oh, England's through. And there's the semi-final and there's... 
Uh, £100 right now. Right okay, now. so that was going to be the question then, Craig. That's really how much, how important is it? So yeah. £100, that's not silly money. No, it's not. And if they're if they runners up, I get 40 quid. It's oh, even, even better. So can we count on your support this evening? Uh, Craig, maybe a nice uh, St George's Cross around your, your bare shoulders mm-hmm. in the garden, something like that. What about that? I can, the most I can do is face paint. <laughs> we'll take it. Craig, could you just give us a, a, a little riff from uh, Three Lions? It's coming home. Could you do that for us? It's coming home. Oh, oh we'll that that. man. We won't be welcoming Ken Ross ever again. <laughs> got Andy on the line. Tell everyone what your unusual pre-match ritual is. I can't watch the kickoff. I can't can't be in the same room at the same time as the kickoff. <laughs> Um, I can come in after the kickoff has happened, so I usually go and do something when I know the game is coming up, and then arrive afterwards. A bit like I'm at the pub right. when the kickoff's coming up. I'll go to the bar, then come back with the drinks after the kickoff has happened. Wow, it's amazingly choreographed. There's normally an inciting incident uh, that makes these things happen and stay as a superstition. What happened to you that made this a thing? Um, it, it just was something that I noticed. It was uh, quite often I'm running late. And I thought, well, quite often I never got to the kickoff. So, and then when I did watch a few games, like sat down watching the kickoff as it happened, um, it didn't go as well. So, eighty percent of the time, not ninety percent or hundred percent, but eighty percent of the time, if I don't watch the kickoff, goes according to plan. Wow. So, let's let's fast forward to eight o'clock then this evening, Andy. So, say for example, actually you are running to time. You're sat on your sofa, you're watching the national anthems. Do you then? Get up, Get up, go out to the hallway, <laughs> and then come back through. You've got it. I'll go. I'll I'll leave some wiping up or some washing up or something so that I just go and do it. Take my mind off the, the whole thing, and then and then and then enter the lounge with your family around you, like Anthony Joshua coming in for the fight. That's fantastic. What a way! What an yeah. entrance! You've got it. Yeah. When, no. Once the kickoff has happened. I'm unhappy. Just can't be there for the kickoff. Now the game against Ukraine, Harry Kane scored after two minutes, so you got to be pretty quickly back in, though. Yeah, that that that's the issue. Sometimes you miss the beginning and then you miss the early goal. But I don't mind if they score after two minutes. That's it's because you were out. Well, you you get yourself in your hallway and get ready for action this evening, <laughs> just before eight o'clock. Good luck. All right. Cheers. Then. It's a Wednesday night, which means it's our midweek games night because Wednesdays are hard work and we thought we'd cheer everyone up with a little game. We do it every Wednesday. Tonight's game is called Crisp Sandwich. Everyone loves a crisp sandwich. Who doesn't love a crisp sandwich? I love a crisp sandwich. We, we both love crisp sandwiches. The best bit about making yourself a little treat like a crisp sandwich uh, is putting some crisps on a slice of bread, putting another slice of bread on top, obviously with butter, and then giving it a little crunch. Not yeah. flattening it completely. Absolutely. But just giving it a little... You know the way someone might get a crunch out your back if you go to an osteopath? A little... And it's so satisfying. Here's the question, which is at the very core of tonight's quiz. Can you tell the type of crisp just from the crunch it makes? Well, we're about to find out because that's what we're going to do. We have, as ever, the Home Time goodie bag, the prize pack for you. It's the Home Time face mask, the Home Time badge, the Home Time tea towel, and, of course, the signed photo. Yep. Uh, you could win all that if you... If you <laughs> we've, got a, we've got an auxiliary producer in with us tonight. He's never seen that happen, and he's absolutely appalled at what he's just seen. He'll be over the moon with being described as an auxiliary producer. <laughs> you put that on LinkedIn, Nick? Saw that on your LinkedIn? Uh, so... Uh, here we go. Uh, we're going to do this live. So, yeah, I've went to a shop earlier on, got us a little 
a bit of Hovis and then the, of course, the crisps. Yes, which we can't say because, of course, that's the whole point. That's yeah. the whole point of the quiz. Uh, Richie's going to place the two bits of bread either side and put some of the crisps into the centre of it. I can't even ask you about the quantity of crisps. I know. For obvious reasons it to would, you and me. It would give the game away. It would, so. But we've been eating them during that last song you just heard, and they're so nice. I want you to look and pass comment as to whether you think there's enough. OK, okay let's have a little look. So just hold, hold fire. OK, this is all part of the game, really, because you should be listening to these audio clues. Our auxiliary producer, Nick, is videoing this. You might be able to see it soon on Twitter, at Absolute Radio. Everyone's a bit demob happy today, aren't they, because of the game this evening. So this is the perfect competition. Crisp sandwich. I'm looking at the sandwich. How do you think his body language is going regarding the word auxiliary? He's not over the moon, but that what you've just made there, crisp sandwich-wise, is fantastic. Please move it over to our special microphone, uh, which will give the crunch that people will be able to have a listen to and here, so here's the question. The question is this: Can you tell the type of crisp it is just from the crunch it makes? Here we go. Richie has given that a right old crunch. Good work. I'll give it an auxiliary pounding. Here we go. Look at the right through the centre of it. Ah, that looks good enough to eat, my friend. When you say that. Oh, he's gone straight in. <laughs> Little drier than you thought. No butter. <laughs> no butter whatsoever. <laughs> it's like eating sand. Oh, dear. There's not too much left to push down on. You've given that a really... you put your elbow and, and your shoulder through that, and I really respect you for it. I've also eaten half the uh, half the sandwich as well. How's that p- playing out for you, all right? Uh, it's drier than I thought it was going to be, but obviously we don't have butter in the studio. Can I urge you, if you haven't got your <laughs> snacks ready for the game tonight, pop by your shop on the way home, get some crisps and some bread. It's weird because people look at you, right? If you were to have crisp sandwiches, your tea in the evening, people think that you might su- maybe be losing your mind or going through <laughs> tough times. And it should just be, it should be a legit to a meal, shouldn't it? Because it tastes so damn good. Absolutely should be, and it's the subject of tonight's midweek games night. Here's another crunch for you. Fist, so, fist this time. <laughs> it was a fist. Uh, Ian says, are you guys trying to get the sack and go home early for the football? Ian, that hurts that you even think that, mate. <laughs> it could be a possibility. Uh, basically, right, everyone loves a crisp sandwich, but can you guess the type of crisp that we have in our sandwich this evening just from the crunch of it? Is there anything left to crunch, Richie? I've, I've had to put a new sandwich down. Here we go. Quite a noise, isn't it? It is. So can you guess, uh, Pamela, who calls herself a possible crisp psychic, says, I think the crisps are Pringles, sour cream and onion. It's good, but it's not right. Let's take your calls. Who's this? It's Darius. Darius is in Darius Dinesh from uh, uh, Pop Idol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's never had it said before. Never had that said before. <laughs> He's never had this asked. What was the crisp? Uh, Walker's. What flavour? It's... Uh... Uh, salt and vinegar. Oh, it's a, it's uh, a good it's, shout. It's all too sketchy. Yeah. Not giving you it, sorry. It's good, but it's not right. OK, thank you. Thanks, ma'am. Hey, home time, who's this? Hi, it's Adam. Adam, welcome to the show. What's the crisps inside the sandwich? Tangy cheese Doritos. Ooh, it's a curveball. Uh, and what, where are you from? What's the accent we're detecting there? Northern Ireland, with Canadian. Northern Ireland mixed with Canadian. Just say the crisps against it. Sounds so damn good when you say it. Tangy cheese Doritos. They Love should that. sign you up for the advertising campaign on the radio, but it doesn't make it a correct answer, I'm afraid. Sorry. Oh, no way. <laughs> Cheers. Hello, home time. Who's this? Hi, it's Tracy Thornton. Tracy. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Tracy, good to good to speak to you. Uh, what do you reckon the crisps are? It's Stacey, and I think they're bacon saddles. Bacon saddles. 
No, Frazzles. Oh, Frazzles. Oh. Sorry, I thought that was a type of crisp I'd never had before. I don't fancy eating them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bacon Frazzles, there's a crisp. Try them with Maltesers, very, very nice. Uh, but it's not what's in the sandwich. Oh, OK, thank you. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Who's this? Yeah, hi, it's Brian in Coventry. Brian, welcome to the show. He means business, Brian. What's the crisp? Is it prawn cocktail? No. Do you know oh, what's your... Okay. You don't like... You said that in a way that seems to me you don't like prawn cocktail crisps. Not a fan of skips, I'm afraid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's good, but it's not right, and he doesn't like skips. You learn a new thing every, every night on this show. Oh, thank you. Home time, who's this? It's Alex. Hello, Alex. Welcome to this crisp... Extravaganza. <laughs> Alex, what is the crisp that Richie was crunching? Well, my my husband's taking this really seriously and he thinks it might be what's it. Ooh. No. Oh, it's a good shout, oh. though. It is a good shout. And I love that he's taking it seriously. That's why you married him. What's his name, your husband? Let's give him a shout on this show. He sounds like a good guy. It's Jack. Good old Jack. What's his surname? Honeyset. Jack Honeyset. Yeah. Sounds like something off of Emmerdale. Isn't he? Hello there, my name's Jack Sunnyset. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll stop rounding on your husband because he does sound like a good guy. Thanks for playing. Thank you. Hello, home time, who's this? Uh, my name's John Green. John Green means business again. He's given us his full name. John, uh, what do you do, just so we know your job before you give us your guess? I'm a plumber. He's a plumber. Uh, commiserations earlier in the week yes. in the Trade Euros final. Uh, yours, every chance this could be the last guest before it goes to a rollover. Who would have thought this would be back for a second week? This is the final penalty in the penalty shootout. John, what do you think it is? Right, I think it's Walker's Prawn Cocktail. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. What a waste. Theory me, it is a rollover. Yes. Uh, hard luck, John Green. <laughs> Why is it then? <laughs> Oh, you have to wait until next week. It's a rollover, mate. That's how it works, mate. <laughs> right, OK, lad. So it is a rollover. I've, it's just occurred to me I'm off next week, so at least, <laughs> <laughs> at least my gift to you is you've got Wednesday's game sorted. People will be going like, how's Bush getting on without Richie? Do you hear him the other night? He's eating crisp sandwiches on his own on air. That's happening next Wednesday. Home time with Bush and Richie on a huge evening. It's Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. Here we are, getting ready for the big game. Uh, Cammy, correct us, are you actually there this evening? I am. I'm at Wembley. I've just been outside to sign the England flag. Uh, and well wishes, who were all nice, nearly kept me from your phone call, but I managed to get away... And here I am. Uh, and what's the vibe like at Wembley at the moment? The vibe and the weather, that's the two main things I want to know about. The atmosphere is electric. I've got no idea how they're going to keep it up, but uh, the fans are really going for it already. Um, we've been talking on the show this evening about superstitions ahead of the game. Did you have superstitions in your career, Cammy? Yeah, I used to. Um, before I became a captain... Uh, which was at the age of 21 when I was at Swindon. I used to always come out last. And then, of course, when I was handed the captain's armband, uh, I obviously had to go out first. Uh, so uh, what I did then is I wouldn't pull my socks up until... Uh, just before kickoff. Like it. I like that bit of superstition yes. going on there. And there were some amazing scenes from the Italian fans last night as they got into the final. If we make the final this evening, if we do, how will you celebrate? Oh, well, uh, I will be 
with all the players' families. So I will be celebrating with them or hopefully not commiserating with them. But that's not even thought of at the moment. We are going to party and like it's... What is it? 19 whatever. <laughs> 1966 will do. <laughs> Cammy, final question off of you. Uh, I've gone 1-0 England tonight. Bush has gone 3-1. What is the Chris Kamara prediction for tonight? Well, I don't fancy Denmark to score. So our clean sheet will be intact. So I'm going for 2-0. Oh. Harry Kane oh. to score the first goal. And... It will be a penalty. There you are. There you go. Very specific. <laughs> well, on this show, you are our lucky charm, Cammy. Thank you so much and have an amazing evening. We'll keep an eye out for you on the telly. Oh, oh thanks a lot. Bye. Speak tomorrow, Cammy. Take care. Bye. Home time with Bush and Richie, and we're joined by a very special guest who has some cracking new music out. Hey, there you go. Did you get on that? Did you get on the mumbo jumbo? It's an honour to welcome to the show, music legend, Mr. Sean Ryder. It's a music legend. <laughs> You're not shy in coming forward. I was reading, obviously we're really excited about the single coming out and the album a little bit later in the summer. It's referred to in the bump as the soundtrack to the summer. Right. If that is the case, what is a Sean Ryder summer? Is it is it cricket? Is it Wimbledon? Is it a foreign holiday? What is a standard Ryder summer? Up until not very long ago, it was like the company seat outside the pub. <laughs> <laughs> and have you relaxed during uh, the lockdown and everything, Sean? Have you kind of eased into it a little bit? and uh, Or are you sick of uh, Zoom and video chats and all that kind of stuff? How have you got on with all those things? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of that. I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's kept you busy, hasn't it? You know, but I, I have ballooned up big time, so... Um, uh, What's your vice, know? Sean? What's the thing that you've been eating that's made you pile it on if that's what you're saying well I, do you know what ice cream probably but I've got my thyroid I've got an underactive thyroid so anything you know what I mean I'm um, stick to my diet so it just balloons me hey well if you want to know I discovered today 75 calories for a fab <laughs> Is that, is that the lolly? What's your lolly of choice, uh, Sean? Well, about three boxes of them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about your solo album. The album is called Visits from Future Technology. Yeah. Uh, what tech that is here with us now would you bin that you've had enough of? What technology have I had enough of? Yeah. I could do without loads of mad texts and all that lot and loads of meaningless things trying to get me buying stuff or, or sending me mad emails for all sorts of stuff. So I could do without them. Uh, Sean, have you, have you had a pretend text from the post office or Hermes saying that you need to pay pound ninety-eight to release a parcel that was sent to you? Have you had one of those yet? I've not had one of them, but I've had other stuff like saying like my bank HSBC or whatever and my bank this and none of them are my banks that have been sending it me. So I've pretty much got that one, Dave. Trying to have me over you. Yeah, he's not. Ryder not falling for the scammers, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Sean, you, you, you've got up to all sorts in your time in terms of rock and roll. Uh, what band in the era back in the 90s could hold their own and keep up with you back in those days? Pretty much every band in the 90s, really. Even take that. <laughs> <laughs> now, everyone was at it in the 90s, weren't they? <laughs> 
Uh, if someone had said to you back in 1995 about It's Great When You're Straight, yeah? If someone had said to you back then, this album's going to go platinum and you're also going to be touring it 25 years later, would you have believed them? Well, my plan was to sort of, uh, you know, to have a, uh, a good selling album and to still be doing it 25 years later because I can't really do anything else, neither can Bez, so... <laughs> <laughs> a good job. All right, well, listen, Sean, it's been brilliant to speak to you. Uh, we always like to ask our guests on this show what they're having for their tea this evening. Uh, obviously, ice cream for dessert. What are you having before that? Well, actually, right, I can eat. I've been, I've been the pescatarian for, like, the last seven years, right, but I'm on this uh, I'm on this mad diet, keto diet, so I'm allowed to just eat steak. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a change from being a pescatarian. Yeah. Well, I was. I've been pescatarian for years, but because I'm on this... Uh, Kato diet to go into uh, some sort of state of a trance. It's just steak and mushrooms. Once again, if Visits from Future Technology is the hit we think it's going to be, you'll be out there buying tomahawk steaks. 100%. Yeah, oh, so. Uh, anyway, well, we could chat to you about steak all evening, Sean, but we're going to let you get back to it. Lovely to speak to you. Sean Ryder, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Speaking of celebrating football, and of course, this whole podcast uh, could sound so out of date if uh, England have tanked, because you could be listening to it after yep. the football. Um, but what I don't get because I've never been in this situation, is you see images of the, the big crowds, the big crowds, uh-huh. and the, the beer raining in the air. Is that a natural thing? Uh, or are people just chucking beer in the air because they think, oh, that's what we do if like something big happens at a, a, a football? I could never, if I've paid like four fifty for the a price pint, of beer these days as well. I'm not losing it in the air. It seems to be a thing at the moment. They, they had um, the BBC News were down at one of these big fan bits where people are sat outside mm. and everything. Uh, um, Kane scores one at his first goal, mm. and then people just chucking their pints up in the air. Yeah, just going, well, hey, I'm just like, no, come on, put it. Oh. I don't. I mean, I don't want to go to one of these fan zones where the poncho, like I'm about to go on the rapids at Thorpe Park, because that kind of kills the, the buzz and the vibe a little bit, but, but don't be chucking your pints around. You've been listening to the Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to the Home Time Show. The, the last, last bit of the guarantee. guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. The Home Time Show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. In the Home Time Show, we speak of pundit shoes and a lass called Leona. Soon, May, your tea will come, you can, you can watch, watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.